Hello, Claremont. Welcome to yet another episode of Claremont Speaks. I'm Russ Binder, your host as per always. And for this episode, I have an off-the-charts treat. For this episode, I have a two-timer in a good way, Anne Thorward from the Newcomers Access Center. She's been on before, what, maybe six or eight months ago or something like that? I think January. January, okay. And did a fantastic job talking about all the good things that the Newcomers Access Center has been doing. Today, she has brought three delightful guests. We're going to introduce each one of them. So, Anne Thorward, welcome back to Claremont Speaks. Who is my first guest? Thank you, Russ. I'm Ann Thorward. Our first guest is Nabila Panda. She is from Afghanistan. She's been with us almost six months, five months, around that. But she lives in the temporary housing on the Claremont School of Theology, where our office is based. It's on College Avenue, just adjacent to the Botanic Gardens. My other guest, this is Hannah Huntova, and she is from Ukraine. She has been with us about three days. She lives in another apartment on campus. And her daughter, Stacy, who is 14 and going to be a freshman in high school, is with us today as well. Very cool. I would like to say, Nabila, it's good to see you again. You did an absolutely wonderful job speaking at the 4th of July podium. So let's do this. I'm going to kind of let you take the helm here. Give us a little bit of background on Nabila's story and anything she'd like to say about it. How about that? That'd be great. I'd just like people to know what Newcomers Access Center has been around almost six years now, and we serve refugees and immigrants in the wider community. It so happens that the Claremont School of Theology has been very generous. They gave us a building to use for office. It's a small building, but it's working wonderfully. They also gave us four apartments for the temporary housing for our clients. They're supposed to be there less than six months, but it's been a struggle for people to find alternative permanent housing. And we offer everyday language classes, English classes. We offer everyday games and opportunities and playtime for kids K through 12. We offer opportunities for job search. We offer opportunities for not just employment, school registration. And I know Hannah's, she has another daughter, Sonia, who is nine, who will also be enrolling in school very soon. So we have a lot of volunteers who help with all these things, and we have a couple of things coming up really quickly that we want to brag on. And this is, was organized by a volunteer for Chris, Christy and Peter. Her husband is an ophthalmologist, and he is going to do free visual screening for our clients. They have to have an appointment. They have to sign up in advance. It's going to be on a Saturday. And he's also going to bring an optometrist. And I can tell you, those appointments filled up really fast. So basically an eye check for... All ages. For all ages, but I mean, in case of need of glasses or, or contacts whatever. or whatever. Yeah, just their nice. first screening. Because Hannah and Stacy and Nabila, you don't know, but when I was a child, those professional people came to our school and checked every kid. We don't do that in the States anymore. So this, they have to do it from a private physician. And we're just thrilled. We have a couple other events coming up. One is in October, that Sunday the 9th. We're going to have a special luncheon for all our volunteers. They haven't even received the invitation yet, so I'm telling it in advance. It's going to be a wonderful lunch to honor them. And then February 26th, we are having a gala for Newcomers Access Center. Friends, donors, volunteers, everybody who wants to come and be with us 
It's of course, its goal is to raise money because a lot of our expenses, we are proud, more than 55% of our expenses go directly to client services. We do have a couple part-time employees and we don't pay them as much as we would like, but they are fabulous and they still stick around. There are other expenses when you're running a nonprofit. It doesn't mean it's non-expense. That's true. Yeah. One of the things I think we talked about before is that you have a pretty high pass-through rate. In other words, the money that's donated, quite a bit of it as opposed to uh, quite a bit of you want. Yeah, the majority of it goes directly to clients. Right now, we have need. I know some families are looking for more permanent housing, and when they find it, which we hope will be very soon, then we go into action and we help them furnish it. And that's where volunteers and people in the community are really helpful because we accept furniture, we, we, not to mattresses, but other furniture, as long as it's been in a home where there's been no smoking or pets, we welcome that. And we have a boatload of volunteers who have trucks and help us move things. So Newcomers Access Center is moving along. I also want to share with you that our ESL program that's Monday through Friday is currently in the mornings, but when school starts in a couple weeks, it's going to switch to the afternoons. So the adults will be going to adult school at the Claremont School District meet office, and then the children will be in school, and then after school we will have ESL classes for people. But I want to introduce Nabila. She, she can talk for a couple minutes about her career when she was in Afghanistan. And I know she, when I first met her, she said, I came here because I want my children to have a better life. So Nabila, you want to say anything? Uh, hello to everyone. This is Nabila Painda, a new refugee from Afghanistan. And we left Afghanistan last August. We left everything behind and we didn't brought anything with ourselves, just some formulas and some diapers for our kids, nothing else. We are happy to be here and our children are safe and they will probably have a better life in here. I love Claremont and Claremont people and Newcomers Access Center helped us with the temporary house because we were not able to get a house, a permanent house, because we didn't have any credit. And also, we were not able to have a cosigner uh, to get a permanent house. Then Newcomers Access Center helped us to find a temporary house and to find jobs to go to college and schools. They enrolled us. And uh, Newcomers Access Center behave like a mother for a newborn <laughs> baby to take care of everything. <laughs> Tell yeah. them about your job that you did in Kabul and what you're doing now. Gonna be doing yeah, I was, I was a high school principal and I was a businesswoman in Afghanistan. I had my own company of making jewelries. But when I came to United States, I was thinking just I can do a washing dishes job or a cleaning job. And I'm not, I was not sure that I can do a better job. Um, but luckily, and I find a job in Claremont Unified School District as a teacher's assistant. And I'm very excited about my job and I will start in a few days. Also, I am enrolled in College of the Canyons. Also, I am thinking to study maybe child development in Citrus College. So I'm trying to do the best 
things that I can do. And Miss Anne is helping us and supporting us. It sounds like you're busy. Yes, I am. She has three small children. Her yeah. oldest child is going to first grade. She was in kindergarten and in Sycamore. Yeah, cool. What would you like to tell Claremont about your experience coming here? I just want to say to Claremont that I love Claremont and I don't want to go somewhere far from Claremont. And I'm trying to find a house in Claremont or somewhere nearby Claremont. Because Claremont is like such a nice place and a wonderful place that I never seen in my life before. And it's important to know that Nabila's parents, her father is in his 80s, and he was a colonel in the military in Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Yes. And her mother also ran a business, very talented woman, and they will be living with her. So they need at least a three-bedroom house or condo or apartment. Yeah. And her father is often in the wheelchair, so they could use wide doors and access. It's not access. that so much, Russ. They need a place that's on the ground floor, at oh, least one bedroom and bath on the ground floor anyway. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for. And I want to interject here about them staying on the campus. All these clients who live in the apartments on the Claremont School of Theology campus do pay rent. It is below market. But they do pay rent. And the idea is there is for them to establish credit and credibility. And that is very helpful. Well, so very good. Now I'd like to introduce Hannah, if I could. Yes, please. Thank you, Nabila. Thank you, Nabila. Okay, I'd like to introduce Hannah, very bright, capable woman, worked for the government in the Ukraine. And she's been here, what, three or four days with us and her two daughters. And uh, I was teaching the advanced English, and she was really helping us with geography since you've traveled a lot. So go ahead, Hannah. Yes, it's very beautiful place. I'm here about three three days, but very liked and for my children too. Beautiful weather, beautiful streets, beautiful center, and very friendly people here. It's us very friendly, and um, I would like to say thank you for everything because um, we are we are from Ukraine. There is war now. And we we came to USA about three months, but before we, we lived in Simi Valley. I'm thankful for everything, for our house, for our help for us with the schools, with everything, with English lessons, with foods, with every everything. I worked in Ukraine for the government. I'm government employee, and of course look for. For jobs like that, it's very difficult for me. And I'm waiting for my work permit right now. Maybe after that, I can look for maybe some job in office or maybe in school. But of course, work for the government, but it's very difficult and important. I will try. Thank you. I want to interject here. Hannah is an economist at the graduate level. She did economic and financial analysis for the government in Kiev. She is correct. All of the families who come to us don't have work permits, but she and her daughter have offered to accept jobs if there's any babysitting jobs, cleaning jobs, dog walking. Is it all pets or just dogs, not fish or cats? She and Stacy have done this before. 
in, in Ukraine and they would like to do that to earn some money because, as she said, she'd like to work in an office or government, but can't do it until her work permit comes. Very cool. My guess is you are pretty competent at using a computer? Yes, of course. Well, Excel, Word, but what's the, probably the, for your analysis, what were some of the tools you used? Yes, I, I used to use this program in Ukraine, Excel, Word, or something, but I read about that in USA, it's very different, and now I look for the courses for that. Maybe in time, I will do it in USA too. And I was going to say, if you're looking for courses, Citrus College is yeah. a great place to start. Yeah, we have a lot of clients who go to the community colleges, and we have a couple who graduated from there, young women, and they are now in advanced biology and pre-medical at the UC campuses. Success happens, and we are just thrilled that Hannah's been able to share her story because it does my heart good to hear it. So there are a lot of things that each family needs. I know Hannah is a Russian speaker. And one thing we are asking from the colleges for a fluent Russian speaker, because sometimes we need translation because my Russian is zero. And we have uh, looking for volunteers who want to help in that respect. It's really important. We also need for not just these two families, but for other families, we have a great need for people to provide transportation, to drive them to social services office, to supermarket and other shopping, doctor, medical appointments, because it's really difficult. We give every client, if they want, we give them a bicycle. We have bicycles, locks and helmets, so they can at least begin to get around. Some people in Claremont know where we are at the Claremont School of Theology. Hannah tells me yesterday, she and her, did both girls go with you? They walked down to Super King and back. That's not a short trip. No. <laughs> you guys got some exercise. Yeah. And, and actually, the walk back with all your stuff is terrible. That, that... In Kiev, we, we walked very often. It's it's easy and it's nice for us. Quick question. Now, you speak Russian. Russian is different than Ukrainian. Yes, it's different. So you speak both? All, all people in Ukraine, I think all people speak in Rish, uh, Russian and Ukrainian languages. What would you like to tell Claremont? Uh, I would like to go to English courses for English as second language for adults. Good. You're going to hook her up, right, Ann? Oh, yeah. Well, yesterday, I or Friday, I was the teacher for the advanced class, and we talked about the founding, or I should say establishing, because we learned the word establish, haiku by Mr. Matsuo in Japan. And I had the map out, and I said, Anybody know where Japan is? And of course, Hannah knew right away. She'd been there. She went there for a month on business. And she shared with us, she went to China. She shared with us her story of having been in other parts of the world. So we are just grateful to have a wonderful, bright, capable women here. And we want to help them as much as we can. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And thank you for choosing Claremont. I think, yeah, there are several resettlement agencies that, that we work directly with. And I probably get on average two to three calls a week about a family that needs housing. And so that's why we offer the temporary housing. And we've been pretty successful. Uh, Nabila's family is a case in point where during the few months that they are in the temporary housing, they're able to establish credit, they're able to establish work, they're able to find childcare, we get the kids in school, and then move on. I know it's hard, but we help them with getting bank accounts. She's got a leg up on a lot of things, but um, 
we try to help them work through the social services procedure. And, and uh, she already has her learner's permit. That's the other thing we raise money for is driving lessons. Now, Billy, you got yours, didn't you? You had your driving lessons. She got her permit. And so that's really important. And then when you get a driver's license with the real ID, that saves a lot of trouble when you're trying to go somewhere. But the problem there is, what about a car? So we are always asking if people have an automobile that they would like to donate to Newcomers Access Center, we would love it. We don't give it to a client. If you donate it to us, it goes through our charity organization and it's sold at auction and we get a high percentage of the income from it. You hear advertising from other radio and TV stations. We've had several people donate cars and it's a win-win because the donor gets a tax deduction and we get uh, 70% of the proceeds when the car is sold. It includes trucks, vans, motorcycles, trailers. It doesn't have to run. It doesn't have to be in operation. It can have been sitting in the driveway for years and years. And you've just decided that you're getting it, that out of there. And we would be so happy to have it. There's a lot of ways to raise money, and that's one of them. And it really is, uh, it's a win-win for everybody. Anyway, I just wanted to share it. That's one way. We also enjoy having volunteers. And, of course, during the summer, we have wonderful volunteers, high school and college students and teachers. But when school starts, we have to replenish that pool. They go back to school and work. We're going to continue the after-school program. So we're just really happy to have these families here. And I will say to you, knowing Nabila's family, Hannah and her family, enlightens my life. It really does. It gives me a sense of uh, belonging and it, it gives me delight to know. And I will tell you that a lot of the people who are helping, not only with giving money, but giving time and energy are friends of mine because they know they can't reach me at home very often anymore. They have to come to Newcomers Access Center if they want to see me. I'm there a lot. Yes. And two things. What would you like Claremont Speaks to do for you other than have you on like this? And what would you then like to ask Claremont to do, having listened to this podcast? Two things. I think it's real critical if people are able to come to the center. We're not open 8 to 5, but we're open about 10 to 3.30 every day. Monday through Friday, we don't have it open full time. I'd like them to come visit. Go to the website, newcomersaccesscenter.org. I know it's a lot of words, but it's all one word, newcomers with an S accesscenter.org. And we created our name because we don't do everything. We have lawyers come in and help people with getting their citizenship. We have the doctors coming in helping with the eyeglass examination. We have professionals come in and help with the language assessment. We give people access to what they need. So that's our cool thing. Our name describes our mission, which is to help people become independent. So that's the first thing. Come to us, see us. If you want to work with a family one-on-one, if you want to work in a group, there's all kinds of opportunities. The second thing is, of course, it is it costs money to run a nonprofit organization. And we accept donations of all sizes and shapes, and we always appreciate that. And you can make a donation online, newcomersaccesscenter.org. It has a page for that? It has a place you can donate. And we are diligent about sending thank you notes. And if you donated and you didn't get one, call me directly. I hope that didn't happen. But we really appreciate that. But those are tax deductible as well. Yes, and would you be able to, I know that Make-A-Wish Foundation does this, they actually get back to the donor as to what their donation went to. 
sometimes it depends. We've received a couple foundations and they had specifics as to what we can spend the money for. And we did that. So that, that works out. Generally with nonprofits, we can't say that your dollar went to buy a mattress for Hana, but we can say that your dollars were spent for a family directly unless we're raising money for a specific thing, but we try to do it as equally as we can across the need. And these two women have a very good command of the English language, so it's going to be easier for them to jump in and get going than other people who have more of a language difficulty. We service, I think it's about 82 families now. Maybe it fluctuates. I don't know if I've added you in yet on our statistics. They live all over the area in the Indian Valley. They live in Pomona. One family lives in Claremont. Pomona, Upland, Rancho Cucamonga, Ontario, a couple families in Azusa. So they are our clients. A few families from the Ukraine live with homeowners because we couldn't find housing and homeowners open their home to allow the family to live there. That is working out. It usually doesn't work out real well, but in this case, it did work out. In two cases, it works out pretty well. Good deal. Yeah. So we're real proud of that because whatever we can do to help these folks become independent is great. And I want to address one question that people always ask me. They don't always, but often ask, why are you helping the refugees and immigrants when we already have so many people homeless? Our goal is to prevent people from being homeless. And the other thing is Newcomers Access Center, as it says in the name, we help newcomers. We have no program or ability to assist, say, Nabil or Hannah's relatives who are outside the United States or other people who want to come. We are not in the visa business, so we are unable to do that because it's just outside our mission. But we want to help these folks who are already here and help them become independent. And it's really exciting because a family came by about three weeks ago. They've graduated. We've had, I think, 27 groups, uh, families who graduated. They don't need us financially. They would like it, but they aren't really eligible anymore. They have housing. They have jobs. They have cars. They are really flourishing. And they came to show me pictures of their new babies. So that was really nice. So they had a very wonderful success story. So, Nabila, Hannah, thank you both for coming on. I'm going to look forward to having you both on again to give us an update on how you're doing. Is that going to be okay? Okay. That would be nice. Course. Thank yeah, you, Gus. We've got your starter story. And, like, come back in a few months and, and tell us the progress you're making. And I want to share with the audience, we are at Memorial Park, and it's a delightful day. We're in the shade, and we thank Russ for doing this. There's birds and swings and cars, but that's okay. This is the world, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Well, so, Anne, thank you for coming on. You've thank been you. wonderful. Nabila, Hannah, you have really done me a great service. It's nice to meet you folks. It's great to have you on the program. I, anything I can do to help you, I do want you to just speak right up, okay? Uh, please hit me up at Claremont Speaks at gmail.com anytime you'd like and I'll do what I can for you. How does that sound? Thank you. All right. And Claremont, thank you for listening and I hope you'll be here next time when Claremont speaks. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.